Hi everyone, I hope you're well. Now, news on our front is that on Sunday, we are collecting our very first puppy for the family. Yes, like many families in the COVID world, we have decided to get a dog. Perhaps you think we are completely insane because with work and four children, it seems like there is very little time for a dog, but nonetheless, we are all very excited. And in preparing for a dog, because in our family we have never had one before, we contacted a really great dog trainer and asked them to come to the house in anticipation of the dog's arrival and give us some tips. And one of the things that the dog trainer spoke to us about was the need for high frequency learning opportunities for the dog when we're training it multiple occasions through the day or lots of repetition when we're trying to basically teach the dog things like simple commands of sitting, coming, um, and various other skills. And since then, I've been thinking a lot about children and teaching children because as you know, a lot of the research and literature in parenting and child development and child behavior management comes from uh, a part of science and, and psychology around um, behavior modification, which is very similar to how we train animals like dogs, um, operant conditioning particularly, and the use of what we call reinforcers, positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement. So without going down a technical path too much, what I wanted to talk about today was the need for repetition when we're teaching our own kids. Basically the idea that practice makes perfect. And that's really a no-brainer, we all know that. But I think as parents, we forget that. Sometimes with our kids, we will teach them something once, maybe we've taught them really well, and we expect that for every occasion thereafter, we don't need to go over it with them again. They should know it the first time, and we shouldn't then have to keep repeating ourselves after that. And it creates a source sometimes of frustration for, that, for us because our expectations may be different to what the child's expectations are. So I was thinking this week about the fact that with animals and with training animals like dogs, the need for high frequency learning and lots of repetition, and how can we use that with our own kids? Where can we basically improve as parents when we're trying to teach children and create more opportunities for repetition and frequent learning at home? So what we need to do as parents when we're trying to create repetition is deliberately plant or embed into our day lots of natural learning opportunities for the child. And I'll give you some examples across the age range. So for young children, for instance, we have a now 20 month old little boy. And for him, if I'm trying to teach him things like simple requesting or using some simple words or single words, one of the ways I try and do that is to give him lots of choices of two items. And I try and then deliberately create throughout his day, many, many, many occasions where I will present him with two choices so that I can start presenting him with many, many repetitions or many, many opportunities for him to make a request using things like eye contact and a vocalization or, or a word paired with his choice. So for example, that might be deliberately inserting through his day choices around things like what type of drink he wants or even what kind of cup he wants to drink in, a glass or a plastic cup, or what type of food he wants for his snack, knowing that he's going to have a snack, giving him a choice of 
two preferred items that I know he'd really like and waiting for him to request for one of those or what type of toy he wants to play with if we're going to play together or which t-shirt he wants to wear knowing that I'm about to put a t-shirt on him or if we get to a set of stairs asking him little things like shall we go up or down and waiting for him just to make a request even though I know I might guide him in a particular direction. So deliberately finding opportunities in the day to give lots of repetition of choice for a young child is a great way to instill or embed high frequency learning um, into their day. Now with a primary school age child, what could that look like if you're a parent trying to teach them things at home? One example that's come up in our household recently is with my second eldest who is learning about uh, particular forms of grammar in written language. So at the moment, circling nouns, starring adjectives, ticking the verbs when he writes a sentence. And so we're trying to focus on learning more about adjectives. Now, if I only stick to the opportunity when he has that in homework, it's not going to be frequent enough for him to learn the skill really well in the same way that there would be high frequency when he's in the classroom learning those skills. So at home, what I'm trying to do is deliberately create more opportunities for him to learn about adjectives and to talk about adjectives. So I'm deliberately creating repetitions of things like discussing adjectives whenever we're reading together and trying to point out describing words to him in books that we're reading, discussing adjectives or pointing out describing words for even toys that he's playing with. At the moment in Sydney, we have a craze around ushies and so uh, through Woolworths, our local grocery store. So for my kids as they're collecting them, I might use adjectives to describe the ushies for my second eldest, or I might ask him to use adjectives to describe the ushies as he's collecting them and playing with them. So I'm creating opportunities for him to practice that skill. I might uh, get him to use adjectives just in our conversation and get him to reflect on the things we've talked about and highlight some of the describing words that he might have heard me use or that he might himself have used. Then for adolescents, as an example, maybe they are learning a skill and you need to create more learning opportunities there within your home. For instance, cooking. Uh, many parents like to teach their kids around the time of adolescence, early adolescence, to cook some meals. One, it's a good independent living skill for them to have, and two, it's a nice way for them to help you out managing the family. So uh, teaching them once and then hoping that that's enough is obviously not gonna cut it. How can you deliberately create more repetitions of that skill so that they learn and feel more confident? Things like creating a deliberate um, occasion once a week where they may be in charge of running breakfast, same for running an evening meal, maybe even discussing when you're going out to eat together, the way the chef might have prepared the food and talking them through some of the things that you think the chef might have done in preparing the food so that you're coaching them through then, even though they may not be actually cooking on the spot with you at that time. Uh, getting them to prepare something on the weekend just for fun and to practice with you or setting aside a special time to cook with them um, as a fun and engaging activity. So looking again at the idea of deliberately creating multiple learning opportunities through your week with them so that they have more occasion, more repetition to practice a skill. And again, that practice will make perfect. So think about that, how as a parent you can deliberately invent 
or create, come up with ideas through your week where you can insert into your child's week or your adolescent's week more opportunities for them to practice something that you are trying to teach them. Once won't do it, it needs to be lots and lots so that they feel more confident and ultimately they become more independent in producing that skill, which is really what we all want for our kids, independence and confidence. Okay, don't forget, as always, tune into our podcast, the Annie Centre podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, in the next week, I think as I flagged, we're going to be talking about some of the books that we've produced. So stay tuned for that. But there's some other great episodes there that you can listen to in the meantime. And as always, have a great weekend. See you soon.